Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. On this Wednesday evening, I don't know about you, but the Lord's been good. Amen. All my life, the Lord's been good to me. Amen. It's a good life living for the Lord. It's a good life living for the Lord. And I appreciate the Lord tonight, don't you? Amen. I'm telling you, we, we, we're in the best place. I'd rather be here than the best hospital in all the world tonight. Amen. I, I'm like David. I'd rather be the, house, uh, the doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell among the wicked. I'm just glad that we're in the house of God and that we have a place that we can just come and praise and worship and magnify the name of the Lord. Amen. So anyways, do come next week and, and uh, um, let's uh, believe the Lord to bless. Brother Randy said that uh, we're having that special unity service, the glories of the cross, and all will meet in the sanctuary. Amen. Brother Randy couldn't be here tonight. He had a birthday and he went home discouraged. And so <laughs> I told him, I said, it's not nice being getting up there in years, is it, Brother Randy? Amen. Are you happy being in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. Yeah, he deserves it tonight. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, he that had the near, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And, uh, and I'm, I'm thankful tonight that, that God, that in his magnificent way, amen, has great things for his people tonight. And uh, I'm glad that we have hearing ears that we can hear what the Spirit's saying to the church. And uh, I, I'm thankful that, 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 that God still speaks to his people tonight. And that uh, we can hear, hear what he's saying and that uh, we're, we're living in times that uh, uh, are probably worse than we've ever seen it. And uh, uh, we're living in days that uh, is just unbelievable and... Uh, we're just living in, in times that we probably didn't think that would happen so soon, but they're here. But, but I, I'm glad that God's got a plan and a purpose. And I'm glad that God's not caught off guard tonight, that he knows everything that's going on. And that he knows what's happening in our world and our society tonight. And I, I'm just glad to be living in the 21st century. Uh, aren't you glad that you got a hearing ear? Now, now my wife tells me that I have selective hearing. And I said, I don't either. I sometimes just can't hear what she's saying. There was an old couple one time was outside sitting on the porch, and the old, old elderly lady come outside, and she sat down, and she said, boy, sure is windy out here. He said, no, it's Thursday. She said, yeah, I think I'll get up and fix some uh, lemonade. <laughs> so she had just as bad as he did. <laughs> really, I thought I'd get a better response than that. <laughs> that stinking just discouraged me. I ain't telling no more jokes. <laughs> oh, that was good, brother. <laughs> but anyhow, let's turn our Bibles, if we would, to uh, Psalms chapter 115. I'll not hold you very long tonight. I'll... I just want to give you a little bit what I feel like the Lord's laid on my heart. And I know tonight is prayer meeting, and that's what we'll do here in just a few minutes. But I just want to give you a little bit of the word, then we'll, then we'll get right into prayer and, um, and just trust the Lord to have his way. I was uh, 
reading some stuff, and uh, uh, several years back, uh, Kirkpatrick, uh, back in uh, what they called the Pensacola Revival, they had it, and I don't know, maybe some of you went down there uh, when they had that revival, and uh, uh, <clears throat> it went on for several, several, several weeks, and I forget how many millions of people, I think there was something like, uh, something like four million people had went through the Pensacola Revival, and uh, the pastor said that his congregation, that they had been together uh, for about, he said either, I, I can't remember the words exactly, John Kirkpatrick said it was either two and a half or three and a half years that uh, they had uh, started their prayer meetings on Wednesday night. He said he had a lot of folk tell him that, you know, you're going to, congregation's going to drop off and people will start going to other places. And he had great ministers telling him, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd do a prayer meeting on my Wednesday nights and just keep it that way. But he said, I really felt strong of the Lord to do it. And uh, he said that, uh, that he said that I kept going. And he said it was about either two and a half or three years of them praying and seeking God for revival and that God would move, uh, that, that something transpired on that third year or that second year. And he said, all of a sudden, revival broke loose. And he said it was all because a prayer started on a Wednesday night and they kept faithful at it. And I thought about that a lot and I thought, you know, you know, sometimes we don't quite get it and we may not quite always understand it and we may not always figure everything out, but God's got a plan under the direction for us. And sometimes we do things that's not always the norm, but that's when God wants to take off and do something. So, you know, I don't know when we're going to break loose or when things are going to transpire for us, but I do believe that God's got something in the making. I don't believe that we just do something. I don't believe that the church is led coincidentally. I don't think that we as individuals are led coincidentally. But I believe that we're led by the Spirit of God and that God leads us. And in Psalms 115 it says, Now unto us, O Lord, unto us, but to your name give glory because of your mercy. Because of your truth, why should the Gentiles say, So where is their God? And in Psalms 116, it says, I love thee, Lord, because he has heard my voice and my supplication, because he has inclined his ear to me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Therefore I will call upon him as long as I live. And uh, I want to just speak just a couple minutes on the thought that, that God still hears our prayers tonight. And as we gather together here tonight, it's just like any other Wednesday night. And I know sometimes we get into a place where we just come and, and sometimes if we're not careful, we get into the same old, same old routine. But you never know any given service what God has got planned. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that prayer breaks the chains of sin tonight. I believe that you and I are here tonight because somebody prayed for me. You ever heard that song, somebody prayed for me, they had me on their mind. How's that go, Brother B.B.? <laughs> they fell down on their knees and prayed for me. I had no doubt that he would bring me out. But anyway, something like that. 
But it, there, there was a time that, that we believed in the power of prayer. And I'm not saying that we don't tonight. But, but there was times that I know that, uh, uh, and, I'll, and I'll do just a little bit of the old time a little bit. But uh, I, 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 one of the things that concerns me a little bit about this 21st century and, and this modern age that we're living in and, and uh, the things that we're going through. And I understand that change happen and, and that we got to deal with change and we got to get uh, uh, ready for change and things uh, transpire different today than what they did 20 years ago. But I, I was doing some thinking the other day and I thought about the movement of God and how that God operates and how that God moves and, and what God has in store and what God's got plan for people individually and corporately. I always say that because I believe he's working in us individually and I believe that he's working us corporately. And I always wonder what God's doing in the midst of his body and uh, where God's trying to take the church in this 21st century. And, and so uh, as I was thinking about that, I, I don't know today that uh, a lot of young people maybe not know what I'm talking about, but some of you older as well, that one of the things that kind of concerned me about prayer is uh, prayer was a, a time that you interceded and that you, uh, you kept praying until you felt a breakthrough. You kept seeking God until you felt released that God was going to do something. And uh, 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 you just didn't get satisfied with a couple minute prayer, but you prayed until you felt like that God really moved or that you really heard God in that situation. But I was thinking that one of the things that I don't see too much in the churches today, and maybe God's making a shift there, and maybe he's doing something a little bit different, and maybe there's something that I'm not seeing that he's doing that I need to be aware of. But there used to be a thing what they called, uh, 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 especially with the ladies, and they used to call them the pillars of the church. These was ladies that knew how to bring heaven down. These was ladies that when, when you wanted somebody to pray for them, you went looking for them because they knew how to pray and they knew how to get a hold of God for you. And uh, I, I often wondered about the pillars of the church and, and where are they at today in certain situations. And, and I know, believe me, and, and don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say tonight, we've got women in this church that knows how to pray. I, I know that. Uh, uh, I, I know the women in this church knows how to get a hold of the Lord. But as a body, as a believer tonight, and uh, I, I believe that, that as, as, as the psalmist here was saying to the, uh, the, the, the people that day or to uh, himself that day, he was saying that I will forever seek the face of the Lord and I will always continue. Listen, church, we have nowhere else to turn to but him. In a day and age in which we're living tonight, we're blessed beyond measure tonight because we've got the answer to what the world's looking for. And so through our prayer and our supplication, I believe that you're a product because somebody prayed for you. I had a lady that lived on uh, 701 Ash, and her name was Myrtle Davis. She was a little Pentecostal lady. Now, I didn't know much about Pentecostals. I didn't know much about Baptists. I didn't know much about Nazarene. I didn't know much about anything when it come to church. But I knew my grandma knew how to pray. And my grandma knew what was wrong with me when I would step in the door. And she would call my mom and say, did you know your son? And I was always wondering how that grandma knew what I was doing. 
But she knew the Lord. And she knew how to pray. And she knew how to seek the face of God. And there was a many a time I heard my grandmother praying. And I've often thought back that the only reason I'm here today is because of her. Because she prayed for her grandson. I mean, she literally prayed for me, folks. And I got to thinking about that today, that, you know, we don't realize sometimes the prayers that God's answering for us. We might have wayward children out there. We might have family members that's, that's maybe not in there right now, but because of our prayers, we might be the only link that they have to being saved tonight. We might be the only people that they will ever know to reach heaven for them. See, I believe there's a season that comes by for everybody. I believe that God moves in seasons. I believe there's seasons when people's hearts are pricked just to be stirred in the Lord. There's times that people's hearts are stirred just enough where God can deal with them at that particular moment. I believe that, that sometimes that God, there's a season that we all feel the wooing of the Spirit. And it's those times that we find ourselves that God says, I want you to be vulnerable and I want you to be open. I want you to just be able to allow yourself to be free in me and let me do something in you that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Because, see, I believe the Spirit of the Lord operates in our lives tonight. I believe that he flows. And I, I believe that in this church services, wherever we're at, whatever we're doing, um, whether we're in our car, we're listening to uh, gospel music, or we're listening to a, a CD of somebody preaching. I believe that the Spirit is flowing all around us all the time. He's just looking at us simply and saying, I hope you have a hearing ear that you can hear what I'm trying to tell you today. Whether it's through a small voice and a kid's voice that a, a young child might be asking us a question. Or maybe it's driving down the road and the radio's on and something is said that, that just quickens our spirit. I believe it's those times that God's saying, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit's saying. I believe a lot of times when we're in church and the minister's preaching and, and, uh, and they're behind the pulpit and they're spreading the gospel, I believe that the Spirit of the Lord is saying, I have a hearing ear today that you can hear what I'm saying. I believe it could be through a co-worker at your work that they just hum dumb, just walk by and say something just casual and maybe the Spirit is trying to drop something in your spirit. Maybe it's just through an individual that comes by and says something to you that, that God's just really just trying to reach out and touch you in a way that only he can. And maybe God's trying to help you through a situation and you're missing all the signs because you're not hearing what the Spirit's saying. See, I believe that if we're the children of God that he speaks to us. I'm so thankful today that I don't have to go to a priest and say, I did this or that or could you go to the Father for me? But I'm thankful tonight that he loves us and he says you can go right into the throne of the holies and holies and talk to me today. See, I'm glad that we have a place in God that we can go and talk to him. Because, see, I believe that when Jesus come down in the cool of the day and he talked to Adam and Eve, I believe that he wanted to have fellowship with them. And I really believe that he just wanted to talk to them. Asked them, say, hey, Adam, how's your day today? Was the fruit good? <laughs> Was it too hot, Adam? Did you sleep well last night? See, I really believe that the Spirit of God wants to talk to us. And I believe that He wants to just ask us questions like we asked our children. 
Just as we would talk to our own, he wants to talk to us in that same manner. He just wants to have a relationship with us. And I got to thinking about this. Man, I've been really grafted into this thing. I am really, truly, I'm not an Israelite. I'm not a Jew. But man, I've been grafted into this. I, I, I've been part of, I, I'm part of him tonight. The great thing about God is he, he adopted me. And he made me one of his own tonight. I'm his son. And he's my father. He said, ask anything that you will. And he said, I'll give it to you. He said, call out upon me in the time of trouble and I'll be there for you. There's not a one of us, and I say this often, there's not a one of us that would not do anything for our family that we could do. Have you got a child that's ever been sick and you said, I wish I could take that child's place because you didn't want that child to suffer? And if we can do that in the human nature, how much more can God do that in the spiritual nature? If we can have that kind of love in the natural, what kind of love is it in the spiritual? That's how much God loves us tonight. And so tonight as we, we pray and we, we talk to God, let's just do that. He's my father. He wants to hear from me. I have a daughter that calls me every other day. She said, Dad, I just want to tell you I miss you. And it just makes my chest pump out. You know, like, man, I'm a proud dad because she loves me. And she longs to hear from me. She can't wait to hear from me or to see me. And she just thinks I'm all that in a bag of chips. And she's 35 years old. And she still loves me, Brother Chuck. <laughs> it's amazing what they make you feel like. Don't it make you feel good when your children just come up to you and hug you and say, man, I just want to tell you I love you. Well, how much does our father want to hear from us that way? He just wants to hear how much we love him. Because I'm telling you, I got a little granddaughter that she's, she's been put in a place where she's like my daughter. And I'm telling you, I would move heaven and earth for her. This kid has captured my heart. And if I've captured, she's captured my heart and I'm her hero. I really am her hero. She don't worry about being scared because her pawpaw will protect her. She don't worry about a thing because she says, I know Papa won't let nothing happen to me. Ain't that comforting to a little child to know that there's somebody there that is going to make sure they'll move heaven and earth for them? And just me in my little finite way that I have, in my natural ability to protect and to uh, take care of her, I think about how much that God truly loves me. And that he sees me here in earth and when things are bad and when things go terrible, when things aren't going well at all, that he's concerned about me. If he sees the sparrow fall from the sky and he takes care of it, how much more will he not take care of me? He truly loves us tonight, folks. And all he's saying is, I just want to have fellowship. I want you to have that hearing ear that you can hear because I'm really speaking to you, Mike Burton. I'm really speaking to you. I had a daughter the other day that 
did something I wasn't very proud of and really made me angry and upset. And I'm not going to share everything with you, but it really hurt me to the core. And it hurt Connie. Well, through the course of it, I never, just because she hurt me, I didn't stop loving her. I was upset with her and I pointed a finger and I really wanted to take her back to school and whoop her. But I didn't. But yesterday she sent Connie some flowers and said she loved her and she was sorry, but she didn't say me nothing. <laughs> she just said, I'll tell you I love you, Dad, and I'm sorry. I said, well, I, I want a new golf club. But no matter what they said or didn't say, I would never stop loving that child. And sometimes we think if we did something bad or something wrong, and I'm closing with this. Sometimes we think that if we mess up and we blow it, that God's up in heaven saying, I don't like you no more. Don't pray to me. I'm not going to hear you. But he's not. He's there with arms open wide. To love us unconditionally. That's the God that we serve. He loves us unconditionally tonight. Doesn't matter how much we failed or we disappointed him or, or discouraged him or just, just think, man, I know you're better than that. And I told my daughter, I said, I know you're better than that. But it didn't matter. I still love her today. And I would move heaven and earth for her if I could. So I want to tell you this tonight. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit's saying. Let's take time out for him. Not, not just tonight, but I'm talking about, let's, let's realize more than anything that he just wants to have communion with us. And he just wants to sup with us and we sup with him tonight. He just wants to have that fellowship. And when we do all of that, you know what happens? Revival does come. When we really get into that relationship with God and just allow him to have his way in our lives and we just talk to him like we're talking to our wives, or our children. He loves it. He knows how our day's going, but he wants us to just share our day with him. I ask my daughter, granddaughter every day, how's school go? It's good, Dad. I mean, good, Grandpa. I said, what'd you do today? Oh, blah, 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 and that was it. But she tells me just a little bit about her day, and I enjoy listening to about her day. She'll jump up in my lap, and she'll have a book, and... I don't like her to read to me because I don't like to listen about reading. I'm bad about that. I'd like, I'm a bookworm and I read myself, but she'll get on my lap and she'll start folding that paper. And I cherish the moments because they're going to leave for long. Because I told her, I said, you know, it ain't going to be a couple more years. You're going to sell my lap no more. She's got a little place that I got a little pillow that she sets right beside me uh, a lot of times. And she jumps up there and she'll read a book to me. And, um, and I find myself sometimes thinking, I really want to watch this thing that's on television. But that's when I need to have that hearing ear, right? And hear what she's trying to tell me so I could be a better pawpaw and not just blow her off. And I've learned not to do that. And so let's don't get so busy in our day-to-day -day lives and get caught up in the hustle and the bustle that we forget about praying and seeking God that day and just sharing your day with him. 
not just a bad day, but just sharing a day that we just want to talk to our Father. Would you stand tonight? We appreciate you tonight coming, and, and um, God loves us, man. Ain't that wonderful that he does? And he cares for us so much. He loves, with a, loves us with a everlasting love. He loves us more than we can comprehend our, his love for us. And as we pray every service, we pray for revival. We pray for God to meet the needs in this church and to meet the needs in our personal life, individually and corporately. Tonight, I, I just want us to pray to him. And let's thank him that he's just our father tonight, that he's given us life. And if you would, would you just come to the front? And what I want to do tonight is just, we don't have to pray long. We just have a simple prayer. But I'd like for us just to gather around and just let's grab a hold of each other's hands. And we're going to just pray as a corporate body tonight. Uh, just pray. If you've got a need, we want to pray with you and believe God with you tonight. And trust God, but we want to pray uh, for our services coming up, no doubt, and different things that's happening. Uh, but let's just have a time of prayer just with God and one another. Thank God for the church that we have and for the people that goes here. I'm glad that most of you love me tonight. I'm hoping one of these days I'm going to get everybody in here to love me. <laughs> but God's good to us. And he promised us he'll not withhold anything good from them that love him. And we, as a body of believers, are here tonight because we all love him tonight. We all thank God that he made us to be partakers in this thing. And so as we pray, just, just I want you to pray and say, Lord, I'm thankful to have a little talk with you tonight. That I'm just able to tell you that I'm glad that you're my father tonight. That you're my God and that we're your children and just thank him for that and thank him for our pastors, for the, the workers of the church and, and for this church that God's given us, this people and the, 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 the staff and all of those uh, secretaries and all the staffs, Sister BB and, and uh, all the people that runs this thing, that we are a corporate body tonight, just trusting the Lord to do things in our life. And so just pray, and you pray the way that you want to pray, and I'll pray the way that I want to pray, then we'll dismiss, and we'll go home and just uh, rejoice in the Lord that God has been good to us. Father, we love you tonight.